So thank you, Mimi, so much for coming on. If you, uh, honestly, anyone that's listened to my podcast has probably heard me talk about you before, especially in the last couple of episodes. So everyone knows that I'm literally having a heart attack right now. Um, but why don't we start off by your, you introducing yourself to the listeners and telling them about how Mimi B got started, but also like what emotions you were having in the moment, like what started that fire in your stomach to make you want to start maybe be or even like on the opposite end of things like what was going on in your life that you were like I need to get away from this oh my god such great questions well first of all Zoe thank you so much for having me on this is so so nice and honestly so humbling like hearing you talk about how my podcast has really helped you it's just like this is why I do what I do and like every single time I hear something like this. It just gives me so much more drive and motivation to keep going. So thank you, first of all. And Aww. yeah, second thank of all, you. <laughs> that, uh, that don't know me. So my story is, I'm going to give you the short version because if I gave you the long version, we'd be here all day. But um, I'm 23 right now, but I kind of started my <laughs> personal development journey when I was you know, 17, 18 years old. I went to university uh, for a year um, in Canada and I kind of did, did what I thought I was supposed to do. I followed the crowd. I tried to be normal more than anything in my teenage years, especially early teens. Like I was really embarrassed and I thought, you know, I, I was really scared about what people thought of me. And I really just had so many confidence issues and insecurity issues. And, you know, I really portrayed this like fake confidence constantly. And I just cared so much what people thought of me. And, you know, I, I, gave up a lot of my passions when I was in my early teens. Like I used to love singing and playing guitar and I completely stopped because I was so nervous that people would think of me in a certain way. And I just like, it, it really actually ruined my, my teenage years because I just wasn't myself. And I was just so focused on things that weren't important. And it was just like, I, I wasn't living for me at all. And I, and I was depressed. Right. So when I was 17, 18, when I left high school, I did, mm -hmm. you know, I felt proud. And even though I always had this little fire in my belly telling me that I am so different and I can do huge things in the world, I still, for some reason, was in this comfort zone of just following the crowd. So I went to uni and did what I, again, thought I was supposed to be doing, which is partying a lot in the first semester, like, you know, just like getting so drunk all the time and, you know, not actually like caring about what I'm learning and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in... When I went home for Christmas break, I felt like crap because I was, you know, my body is so sensitive to booze and, and all that stuff. And, you know, I, I was like, I need to cleanse. Yes. I hated the fact that I like looked puffy because of all the alcohol. I was like, I need to cleanse and I'm going to go back to the second semester of school um, in January and I'm just going to not drink for a few months and like get my body to be amazing. Like it was really, you know, it started off as something um, pretty like uh, materialistic. It's like I wanted not materialistic, but like pretty shallow. Like I, I wanted like my my nice body back because I was so puffy yeah. from all the juice. I was like, I'm just gonna cleanse. And I started working at this juice bar part time. Um, and so I was always like just drinking juice and like cleansing and like I'm feeling really healthy. I was eating a lot of fruits and veg, and I was drinking. That was the hugest thing. So yeah, the the first kind of in January, that's when things started to really shift. I was going through really. Um, exponential growth there and the other the first reason was because I kind of took a break off drinking all these negative people around me I just was alone a lot and then the second thing 
was because I was actually reading the first ever personal growth book that my mom gave me called The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. And that book, if you're a beginner in the whole personal growth space, and even if you just want a, you know, a great new book to read, I'd highly recommend it. It's basically like 67 principles on, you know, if you follow these principles, you will become successful. It's like the the no BS approach to success. And there are principles in there that I now live my life by, like, for example, you know, take 100% responsibility for your life. You are where you are now because of you and only you, you know, and another mm-hmm. one, you're an average of the five people that you surround yourself with most, you know, there are so many of them. And, um, yeah, so I read this book and I was like, my brain had exploded. I was like, what the hell? I actually felt like this inner me, <laughs> me was just like crawling out from like <laughs> the cobwebs. And it was like, I like to say it was like a quarter life crisis moment, but I'm definitely <laughs> way longer. It was like, I don't even know. Anyway, so it was crazy. It was one of those really pivotal moments in my life, especially because I was living the past like five eight, you know, five to eight years, like really just not living for myself and like having this total, you know, living just in this personality that just wasn't actually me just trying yeah. to impress others. And, you know, I went through this time and I was like, holy shit, like, I want to, like, this is, what do I want? I want to be successful. And you know, what? actually really, really um, was this huge pivotal moment for me when I realized in the book I read, like, you know, you're an average of the five people that you surround yourself with most and look around you, like, look, look, look around you, look at all the people you're around and, and what are they actually producing? Where are they going to end up in five years, 10 years? Like, look at, look at their lives and predict what their lives are going to look like. And guess what? If you keep hanging around them, your life's going to look the exact same. And I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. There was only one person in this uni that I like. Um, I still keep in touch with her, Caroline. Everyone else, they're just so low energy, bad vibes, like really do not, you know, care about the right things. Like they're just really negative people. It's hard to find a great crowd. And I was like, all right, wow, like this is motivation enough. Like I remember journal entries from back then being like, holy shit, I am like really just going through so much like realization right now. I'm changing my life. I'm finally going to step into the real me, like fuck what everyone else Mm -hmm. thinks. Like this is actually happening. And I was not like, I was so freaking driven, Zoe. Like there was no going back. And I still get spurts of that inside of me, you know, when I'm working on new projects or whatnot, like that really huge burst of like, this is what is happening. And my power is just like, it's so intense. Like, so I went through that time and and it started in January. And, you know, a few months after that, I was still going through my personal development, figuring out what I wanted to do with my life. I bought this huge empty journal and, you know, wrote until my hands were sore. And I, you know, wrote down all my strengths, my weaknesses, what I, you know, what I could do in my world, because I wanted to be really successful. That was like a drive. I was like, I want to make money. Like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to impact lives. I want to. Yeah. I want to live like that 1%. So um, long story short, I know it's already become kind of a long story. But anyway, so I went through all of that. And I decided to leave uni and start my own website blog fashion blog at the time that was really big. And um, I wanted just to you know, I love to write and I love to do so many different things creatively. So I, I started that and I learned how to code the entire website myself because I had no money. And I really was just so driven. And it really tested my work. Oh my god. Yeah, it was crazy. So um, thank God for YouTube because, you know, I learned how to do that on YouTube. Um, but yeah, so then I left uni and I couldn't really, I was <laughs> telling my parents I was going to go 
to a different school, maybe in like New York or something for communications, something a bit more aligned. And I just couldn't apply anywhere else because it was too late in the year. So I was like, I'm just, I'm forced to take a year off now. I'm definitely not going back to this tiny mm-hmm. university in this tiny town with all these people. So I'm just going to, you know, take a year off, like to keep my family happy. I, I signed up for a, an, a course abroad in London. Um, I don't even know why I picked London. I was like somewhere far away that speaks English. Like, let's do it. And I booked it in. It was a 30 day course on like fashion journalism. And at the time I wanted to be a fashion blogger. So I was like, Oh, that's perfect. That's in October. You know, I'm going to build this website all summer and then go in October and, you know, figure it out. And I networked like crazy when I was in London and I was meeting so many people and I was like, oh my God, I want to move here. Like, I feel like I can really thrive. And I think that's so important when you're going through growth is like putting yourself out of your, you know, normal environment because that really just promotes growth and it, it makes your brain think differently and you get out of your, your comfort zone and you just like really can, can think differently and clearer, I think. And yeah, so I, I went there and I just started applying for a visa right away like I was like I'm I just I when I know that I'm gonna do something I just do it so uh fast forward a few months and I moved to London and then I was you know grinding really hard Mm -hmm. on the website working two different jobs like you know really just passing by with money like my parents had to lend me a bit of money and like uh, you know I just really really was struggling and you know I finally was persistent enough got you know standing on my two feet and the biggest thing for me was networking and meeting people and I wanted to get into the TV world and then like, you know, the whole whirlwind of experiences came kind of from that. And then, you know, fast forward a few years, my brand has now evolved into a platform, a lifestyle platform for women. No more fashion blogging. I'm so not passionate about that, but I'm passionate about like personal development and wellness and health and motivation and career success. So it's a whole platform for inspiring and motivating and uplifting women. I have a podcast. I have, um, you know, my website, I'm just actually relaunching this week. Um, you know, I've done live events, coaching sessions. I am an entrepreneur, so I do so many different things. I'm an investor. I am working with many different companies right now on other things. I do so much stuff. So I love my life right now. I've really just, you know, created this for myself. I'm so proud of myself and looking back, like it's been such a crazy journey, but so many times Zoe in the process and I still feel this to this day I still feel like I'm not where I want to be and I'm not you know Mm -hmm. nothing's enough yet and I have to always try working on being like happy in the moment while also still striving um but yeah like it's it's all a journey like I can't wait to see where I am in a few years up these habits but it all goes back to like who um you know my it's my self-identity right like it's like that's what I that's the biggest thing I changed since that year in university was like who am I? Like, who do I want to be? Am I that girl that follows the crowd? Or or am I that really, you know, motivated, aspirational, like, badass fucking woman? Like, who am I? You know? So it all goes back to that. And um, yeah, so it's been an amazing experience. And I, I can't wait to see what happens in the future. There are so many things that I was like, I need to address that. I need to address that. I need to address that. The first thing is that when it comes to alcohol, I completely, completely, completely relate. I, first of all, my identity used to be, I'm pre-med right now. And so for me, it was like this stupid thing that I, that I thought was cool that I could like go out and drink as much as I wanted and then like still get good grades. I was like, 
like cool because I had that balance, which in hindsight is so dumb because what ended up happening was I put on so much weight. I had inflammatory acne, which ended up like scarring my skin. Thank God it's gone. And also I got really depressed and anxious. And I told you that I discovered your podcast um, in San Francisco. And by the way, funny story. So I read the success principles because you used to always talk about the success principles. And I would like talk to my family about it. And so my whole family ended up reading the success oh, principles. My God. I love that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> but so I, I did this, the personal development and I started reading the books and, you know, it turned into the podcast for myself. But the last thing for me that I addressed was my health because I still had that mindset where it was like, I saw it as more like surface level. And recently I kind of, had little events here and there that just showed me like every single time I I would drink alcohol, like Zoe, this is dumb. Like you should not be doing this. It's a waste of your time. Not that I'm never going to drink, but funny story is that like since coming to London, it started weighing on me. It was like, sometimes you feel like the world is sending you messages and it starts off as a little whisper. And then everywhere you look, it's just there. So I would be like out and I'd be drinking and then I'd log on to Instagram and you'd post this like Instagram story that's like, I don't drink because it gives me an edge. And I'd be like, damn it, like I shouldn't be doing this either. (laughs) And uh, but anyway, so I started the one month alcohol cleanse and I'm kind of doing your 21 day body reset plan. I'm not like doing it in full because I'm like doing it like not for 21 days I'm doing it like 100% like just like the, the idea that I'm doing like mainly vegetables for lunch and having that big be my biggest meal and like anyway I've de-puffed so 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 much and it's the same thing with you where it's like now I feel like the same way that bad habits spiral good habits spiral because I'm like Ooh, I look like half the size of my face because I have a really puffy face like in general but like my just like I don't know it's so motivating when you see that and it's like (laughs) yeah and it's so annoying because I'm like someone that carries all my weight anyway but I'm getting off track (laughs) but the same thing with like the you surrounding yourself with the you know the average of the five people that you want to be around and kind of going through like a similar thing where I realized that I just have to be more picky with who I'm surrounding myself with because then I start to feel like, you know, I'm wasting my time or I'm being annoying even if I can't like be on the same level as people that I like used to spend my time with. So that's been also kind of basically what I'm saying is I feel like I'm going through the exact same transition that you went through. And like what's so exciting for me is that I also am taking a year off. I was going to take a year off anyway before applying to medical school to do research, but I'm taking a year off. I'm literally just going to focus on ready to launch and just seeing every single time something huge happens for you. Like I feel deep down that like, you know, it is possible for me and it is so exciting to see things happen for you because it's just like, I feel so linked to your journey in so many different, on so many different levels. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Like honestly, Zoe, thank you so much. Like that, means the absolute freaking world to me. And yes, girl, like you are literally so close. And I can just tell by your drive and your determination and your risk taking your calculated risk taking skills that you're going to be successful. Like, you know, I can tell like, I honestly can tell when I meet someone whether or not they have the personality to be successful. And you definitely have that edge. So keep going. You know, it's it's really a game of persistence no it's true and it, I wish that everyone kind of understood this like the game is not you know being born 
as this type of person. The game is evolving into this type of person and just like tapping in to that excitement and passion towards life and, you know, really being consistent. Like my podcast, I started a year ago today and I only just, and I'm, I'm 120 something episodes in, I only just started making money with it. Like, you know, and, and I was doing it two times a week for a year and I literally was, and more, more than two times a week sometimes. And, you know, it's just about consistency and persistence and, you know, networking like crazy and putting yourself out there. Like the amount of people that I have messaged that just don't even get back to me, the kind of, the amount of people that I've asked to go on my podcast, the amount of people that I've wanted to work with on things like I'm currently, um, you know, head of marketing with this company that's launching this new online education program. that's so exciting. And my job is to find a ton of influencers to get involved in the launch. And like the amount of influencers that like, I thought I was friends with, like, just ignore me. And I'm like, fuck all of you. Like the people like you need to really just, and it's a number like, you know what I mean? Like I just finding the right people and connecting with them finding the right opportunities and going after them, you know, finding the right relationships and going like everything in life is a numbers game. Like you can't just like try once and then give up. Like you need to just keep going because, you know, rejection or failure, that's in my mind, just redirection or learning opportunity. So you, the way you see things, if you change the way you see things, the things you look at change, you know what I mean? Like that quote, like it's, you just got to keep going and you have that mentality and, you know, it's amazing. And it's so refreshing to hear and see because so many people don't have it. It's special. So hold on to it. And I think everybody has it deep inside of them. But so many people never really, you know, tap into it for more than a few moments, you know? Well, that's well, one, that's where the morning routine comes in, because I can't tell you like it is discouraging when like you spend a lot of time on a YouTube video and then it's like a week later you have like no views. But when you do the morning routine, like you're constantly reminding yourself of like why, you know, you're doing this. And if you didn't do that or if I didn't do that, like I would lag behind way too much in the in the moments where I wasn't having those spurts of energy. And like I relate so much to these like random spurts of energy and it can be for like weeks on end where I'm I'm telling you like you wake up and you're like excited in your sleep to wake up because you're excited to do the morning routine and you just feel like you know in your stomach like amazing things are going to happen. And then just as life happens like you know like you know, every single normal person, not like because anything's wrong with that. Like you, it is normal. Like you fall into these, you know, a couple of days where it's just like, everything seems so much harder than it did. This is going to change. This is actually going to change your entire mentality towards hard work and feeling defeated. And this is something that when I take on this mentality, everything changes and don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't have this every time I feel discouraged, but when I take this on it, it smashes everything down. So it's essentially thinking to yourself, Oh, I'm really struggling right now. Oh, like this YouTube video didn't get any views or even worse, this YouTube video, um, just, or this, you know, audio or video just deleted off my computer and I can't find the file. And I worked so hard on it. Like all those like failures and jabs that life throws at you think to yourself, Oh, all right. Now I have a competitive advantage because everyone else trying to do the same thing as me would probably get discouraged or like 90% of the other people on this planet that are trying to do the same thing as me are probably going to get so discouraged because of all these freaking like things that life is throwing at me 
that that this is just giving me competition, right? Or this is just giving me the competitive edge because I'm going to keep going. This is, you know, drowning out the competition because I know deep down that I'm going to outwork everyone. And, and this is great. I'm glad that this success is hard because it means that I, I there aren't many other people that are going to be able to get there. It means that I'm the one that's actually going to get there because I know in my character of, of just keep going and, and keep persisting. And, you know, this is just, you know, weeding out everyone else that isn't going to achieve this. So that's the way that I think. And so many times I still to this day, you know, with all the things that I'm doing, like I see failure constantly. And even if it's little or big, like the way that I try to see it, it's like, oh, okay, good. This means that, you know, I'm actually going to be successful because I, I'm going to, you know, burn out these flames and keep going. Like just the worst thing is giving up, you know? Yeah. And something that you mentioned earlier was just if you, this worry of what, what other people thought of you. And I didn't realize in the moment, how much it was, you know, what my worry about what other people thought of me was actually dictating my actions and my thought processes and like how many things I wasn't doing because I was worried about what other people thought of, thought of me. And then of course, as self-development happens and you start to worry less, but I'm wondering if that's transformed for you in any way, but it's like, maybe now you have a new audience that you're worried about or a new form of like still anxiety about what people think of you. Maybe it's not the same people and maybe it's not your friends that you're worried about, but like, is there like this external source that still like gets you down or it's still the thing that you think about before you post your Instagram that is like, Oh God, is this stupid? And that's that that's everyone has that invisible force that before they post an Instagram, like they're, that's who they're thinking about. Is that, do you have that? That's an amazing, amazing question. And yes, of course I have that. Who doesn't have that? You know what I mean? Yes, of course. Like since I've gone through all the work, like I really don't care about what like the general public thinks of me as much, but now it's kind of changed to like, you know, what are, what about these people that I'm trying to impress? Like, what about like, you know, these big podcast guests that I want to get on? Like when I post stuff, I'm like, oh, like, well this like, turn them off of like working with me or does this make me not look like someone that is a successful businesswoman? But then I'm like, no, like I have my, you know, take on things. Like I like to, you know, have epic photos on Instagram and also like do quotes and stuff. And, and yeah, it definitely brings me down the fact that, um, you know, when I post like motivational quotes and stuff, like they get like a quarter of the likes than the, you know, bikini photos. And I'm like, why can't people like, like that too? Cause if I actually had the decision, I would just post that. And I, I know what that, what like the, you know, community wants, like they want aspirational and also motivational. So I'm going to cater to that, but a hundred percent, I still care what people think, but it's just really, really just dialed down so much since I went through all this change. And now it's not really those people that like I used to go to high school with. It's more the people that I look up to because I want to be good enough. It's more coming from a place of like wanting to be good enough. Um, but you know, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I was actually funny enough. And this is completely honest right now. Like I, this week, for some reason, like I hadn't looked or like online stalked people from high school in like five years, like literally since I left, I was like, goodbye, because none of them made me feel good about myself. I didn't have an amazing time in high school. Like I did, I, but didn't like I, there were a lot of girls that were just nasty. And like, I used to never feel good enough. And now like this week, I actually randomly stumbled upon like my, this girl is like, profile and I was looking at all the people I used to go to high school with and they're all still hanging out and I'm just like oh my god like I'm so proud of myself because like if I didn't 
veer away from that, like I'd be there. I would literally be in that same negative environment, like drinking too much, like not, you know, following the career path that I wanted to, like, I would just be freaking average and average. And I say average in a really negative way. And a lot of people hate me for it, but I don't really care. No, I, 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 I yeah, love it. Exactly. If they hate me for it, it's yeah. because they actually deep down don't want to be average either. And they're being defensive because, <laughs> you know, they don't want to be average. So, um, you know, I honestly, am like, holy shit. So I'm so proud of myself. And I, I thought to myself, I was like, I wish I wish, wish, wish that I could go back in time and tell that little girl in high school, like, girl, trust me, keep, you know, changing and or not changing, but keep working on yourself and evolving. Because one day, these people are really just not going to be like, you're not going to give a shit, you're going to be doing so much better than them. And I know that doesn't really matter. But, you know, I wish I could go back in time and like tell my younger little self that because like, you know, I feel like I'm improving constantly in my life with my career, you know, my relationships, my body, especially I'm, I'm constantly evolving that. And that was a huge thing for me um, that I was always like insecure about. I always like wanted to lose like 10 pounds. Like, you know, I was never like big, but I always just like wanted to like have an epic body and all these girls in high school were always so skinny. And now I'm looking at them and I'm there. They're all gaining so much weight. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Like stop caring what they think about you. Anyway, this is so mean to me. Okay. But um, yes, I, I can so acknowledge that like, it's bitchy of me to be like, oh, like they're, you know, I'm so happy I'm not there. I don't want to be average. But at the end of the day, guys, like nobody wants to be average. We're not fit in this world to be average. Like we're not. And I try to empower people to do the, you know, extraordinary. Don't just settle for average in your life. Like I don't even care if you want to be, you know, a, a teacher or a doctor or work at the freaking corner store. Like I don't care if, if it gives you that passion and you feel like this is genuinely what you want to be doing on this world and you love having a simple life or you love, you know, X, Y, and Z, then follow that. And, but you can tell when people, you know, just are, are not living their potential. And my biggest mission on this planet is to help people live their potential and, and bring them to who they can be, you know? Yeah. And you know, something I was thinking about the other day is that all the time you think back to like yourself in high school or, you know, I'm thinking to, every single day, like who I want to become and what I want to achieve. And you might think to yourself like, wow, like I was so crap back then. Like I came so far, but at the same time, like that same person is the person that brought you to where you are today. So it's like, don't not acknowledge that fire that was within you because it was clearly strong enough to believe that you could get to where you are today. And like, that's something that I feel like we don't give enough credit to. Oh yeah. And also Zoe, like nobody like, honestly, I still do not feel like I have it all figured out. Like, and I feel like I put so much time and effort into my own growth. And I know people that are older and more successful. And, you know, my mentor, Victoria, she's almost 40. And she has an amazing, huge, successful business. She's one of the top skin specialists in Canada, like has her own makeup and skincare line and she's really killing it. And she doesn't have, like, she told me, she was like, I don't have my shit figured out. You know, like people really feel like like when you get there you get there and then you're done but it's not like that right it's like you you constantly are evolving and then you look back at some points and you're like oh whoa I've really changed but it's like it happens almost like mysteriously it's not like you wake up one morning you know unless you're going through like a midlife crisis or a quarter life crisis like I did in that January um but it's really rare that you wake up one morning and you're like okay everything's changing but even at that point in that second semester of university I still felt like 
I was in the exact same place. I just, I just had drive to work, but like, you know, what I'm trying to get to is like, you're still, you're always going to feel a little bit unsettled, especially if you are an entrepreneur and Mm -hmm. you are trying to figure it all out. You know what I mean? Like you can be as organized and as diligent as possible, but at the end of the day, you know, you just got to trust the unknown because we're never going to have the known happen to us. Like everything always happens differently to how we expect. We can try to have as much control as we want, but that's life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So over the past couple of years, was there any like lesson that you just took an extremely long time to learn or something that you had to learn through a harsh wake up call? It could be business or personal growth that if you had just known it or if you had acknowledged that lesson in hindsight, like you would have just sped up this process of getting to where you are today? Mm, Great question. Um, Oh, so many things. Oh my God. There are so many things. Um, I think mastering procrastination is one of them because I feel like, especially with social media, like I, I think the less time that you spend mindlessly scrolling on your phone and doing mindless shit, the better. Like I still struggle with it. And, you know, I definitely see an association with like really low moods when I'm, you know, on my phone or on technology a lot. So just putting time aside for you. And I think since developing my morning routine habit over the past year and a half, every single morning it's been um, for the past year and a half, but before that it was maybe three times a week. Like it really, it was a slow evolution. Like I was trying to explain before, it's like, you don't just start perfectly one day. Like, I think that's a big one procrastination because I would be so much farther today if I didn't have those, those moments. And then the second thing as well is um, time management. I think that's part of procrastination. I, I wish I knew more about that. And then the last thing is like, you know, it, it always goes back to caring what people think about me because although I kind of broke out of that a lot when I was 18, 19, I still felt, felt it so intensely until last year. Like, like you, I, I am not great at drinking and I don't drink often at all. And now I'm like, I own it. Right. And like the more you're, yeah. you just like unconditionally own who you are and your values and, and, you know, set, setting limits and boundaries. That's a big one. That's an amazing, um, that's actually my answer to your question. I, I, I wish I knew how to set boundaries, um, you know, personally with my technology and, and procrastination Um, but then mainly with people, right? So if people don't make you feel good about yourself, like cut them out of your life. Like, you know, it's really hard when it's family. And I'm so blessed to say that my immediate family, my, my mom and my dad and my sister and like my grandparents and stuff like I, and I fucking love them. Like they're all amazing, but you know, I've had, um, you know, times with like cousins or like, you know, friends that I just like, they don't make me feel good about myself. And I'm just like, so cutthroat. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. you know, too freaking bad. Like you do not like, I try to add value to people's lives so much. And it's part of who I am. And you know, when people just not even I don't care about them even adding value to my life. It's more like adding negativity that I'm just like, nope, like, I'm not allowing you to have that space. And you know, I think the biggest thing that I wish I realized early on as well is that what everything that people say and do is more about them than it is about you, right? So everything, whether it's a rude Instagram comment on your picture, 
to mm-hmm. a friend trying to talk down to you or say a little backhanded comment, like all of that has everything to do with them and absolutely nothing to do with you, right? So think about a happy yeah. person, like happy people do not make other people, like think about you in the best mood ever. Would you ever try to tear someone down when you're in that mood? Hell no. (laughs) I don't even think I would in like the worst mood ever though. I think there's like a special species of people, especially like on Instagram that will comment like mean things. But yeah, no, it totally. I mean like in day-to-day life as well. So like a friend or a partner or someone that doesn't make you feel good in that moment, it's like, I wish I just knew earlier on that it has everything to do with them because it would have saved me so much um yeah pain because I'm so sensitive and I always like you know overthink things and it's like I wish I had that strength and at the end of the day it's like personal development's just like about building your relationship with yourself like becoming your own best friend and like doing things out of love for yourself and I think that's why you know going to like the body reset plan or like my morning routine course and confidence course like that's what I try to preach it's like you are your number one priority like love yourself first and everything else will fall into place like with the body reset plan, it's funny because I actually hadn't ever seen a plan before. Like I've done tons of, you know, diets and plans and I haven't really ever encountered one that really was empowering um, with the whole intuitive eating aspect of things. So my thing when I like lost a bit of weight earlier this year, uh, last year, it was actually the biggest shift was because I started speaking to myself differently and I saw it in a different way. So I was like, okay, you know, why am I feeling the need to like overeat right now or binge like is it something it's definitely something emotional like is it something that I can journal about instead like it's all about the intuitive aspect of things so my whole brand is based around even if it is weight loss like you know a lot of people like I said you can't it's hard to associate weight loss with self-love because um you know it's weight loss is is you wanting to change yourself um but what was I even getting to so yeah, I, I think just my whole brand and my my whole, you know, mission in the world is to like get people to just improve themselves, but at the same time, also really, really loving themselves and just nourishing that relationship that they have with themselves, um, you know, in the meantime. One um, question that I had about the body reset plan, I know that you don't like even give a certain calorie number to focus on because, you know, like if you just eat until you're like normally full, then like you will lose the weight or, or whatever. But the problem is that I don't really know what like normal full is. So like I, I have been counting the calories cause I'm like, well, I could be full now, but I could, cause like I, I just, I feel like for so long I've always eaten to like my heart's content. So it's like, I mean, I don't even, yeah, you probably don't even want to give like a certain, like a calorie restriction to the girls because it's just not a part of your plan. But like, what is your mindset when it comes to that? Okay. So the main reason that I actually didn't give a calorie count for, for the girls on the plan is because everyone's bodies are really different. So what works for me will be too little food for someone else because I'm really short and I'm really small and I don't need as many calories as someone that's like, you know, five, eight, that weighs 150 pounds. Like I just don't, I'm really, really tiny. I'm like, you know, 110 pounds and five foot one, like I'm really a small human. So, um, you know, for me, I won't need as much calories, but um, I don't really listen, maybe at the beginning, I counted a bit just to be mindful. And if it's not done in an obsessive way, like I'm not going to tell you not to do it, because it could be helpful, especially if like, you're just confused. And it's, 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 you know, causing your mindset more harm, not doing it by just stressing out that you're eating too much, like, 
you know? So, mm. you know, I, I don't think it's necessarily the worst thing. I just hate the obsessive mentality towards it. But to be honest with you, to lose weight, like you don't eat until you're full, eat until you're not hungry anymore. Like eat until you're satisfied, <laughs> like, you know, and eat when you're hungry. This is really important. We don't want to starve because that will just mean that it's, it's not consistent and long weight loss. It'll just be like the crash dieting that nobody wants to do because it's just so not reliable. But so you don't want to starve. So eat when you're hungry, but stop eating when you're, when, when you're satisfied. It's that satisfaction, the, the satisfied feeling that you want to achieve. It's not the, oh, I'm full, so I'm going to stop. It's like, oh, I feel good. You know, I'm, I'm going to still feel satisfied yeah. after this meal. Like, but I'm not hungry anymore. It's it's that kind of mentality that I think is really important. How about feeling your best and looking your best, you know, following this healthy lifestyle, working out? How has that affected, if at all, like your ability to manifest and just other aspects of your life that you wouldn't directly normally relate to, you know, diet and fitness? Oh, I just feel so much better. Like feeling sexy and confident, and you can feel this at any weight, right? So this actually started for me when I was really working on my mentality towards myself. This is actually before I lost the weight, I was working on it. You know, that mentality of feeling amazing. And obviously, the real feeling actually comes when you when you achieve it. Um, but just feeling so confident and amazing. It's like I stress has just come off my shoulders. Like, for some reason, I used to be just so stressed about how I looked all the time. And now I have so much room for other things in my life. Like, it's really, mm. it's also just the best feeling in the world, looking in the mirror and being like, wow, I worked hard for this. I'm so proud of myself. Like, I'm, you know, that feeling of being proud of yourself is really just so special, honestly. Okay. And another thing that I wanted to ask you, you mentioned it earlier. You talked about when you came to London, you were just like networking and meeting all the people and, you know, that kind of propelled you to make the move and, and, and do your thing in London. But how coming to London, not knowing anyone for girls that are like, and this includes myself, that are like, what does that even mean? Like network? Like who do I even, where would I even start? Like, where did you start? Um, okay. So I really, really wanted to be a TV presenter when I moved to London first. Like my dream um, to have my own talk show, right? So I was really driven into getting into that kind of industry. So what I would do, I wanted to meet people that were in the TV industry and in the TV presenting industry. So what I did is I, I found all these TV presenters in London and I DM'd them on Instagram. And because of my fashion blog at the time, I had like five or 10,000 followers. Um, I DM'd these people on Instagram, like at least a couple hundred of them, like people relating to, you know, that, that industry. And I was like, Hey, like I'm new here. Like, I know this is totally out of the blue and crazy, but like, can I pick your brain about the TV industry and, and take you for coffee? Like on me, I'll buy you a coffee and, you know, lunch. Like, is there any way that, you know, we could just meet up and I can, you know, just pick your brain about the industry. And I just wrote a cute little message like that. And I literally sent that copy and pasted it to hundreds of people. I got like two replies and those two people introduced me to people. And then, you know, I went to an event. One of the girls that I met, like, brought me to my first event. And then I met so many people at that event. And then I kept going. And it was, like, the compound effect. And, you know, there are so many things that I did to network and meet people. And so many things that I've done to um, try getting what I've wanted that have failed. It's so funny because um, I actually had I, – I always like to go the extra mile. And I, I recorded a video of myself um, on – 
on my on this like little camera when I first moved to London and it was like I'd practiced all day to like say it all in one go perfectly and it was like hi my name is Ian Bouchard I want to be a TV presenter like I just didn't know about me and I and I bought like 40 USBs fixed on Amazon and a ton of letters and I I was literally I had all the USBs and these letters that I was going to send out to the top production companies in London and then like the next day I ended up getting this TV show um this like reality show and um so I never even ended up sending it out I I was doing something else but I was like you know just you gotta put the effort in even if you're not getting something in return um you know it's not failure it's like this just shows your your character it's like doing things like that so yeah that was really sweet I think (laughs) oh my god okay so I know you have something to go to but thank you so so much this honestly this interview this conversation I, I wouldn't even call it an interview it's like a conversation at this point is was way better than I than I ever like could have imagined. I thought I was gonna be like way too nervous to even like get through the entire thing, but you like are so easy to talk to. And I feel like that's probably like a part of the reason that you've been so successful. But thank you so much. Honestly, you're so easy to talk to. You are like destined for this. You have a great voice. You're very, you know, charismatic. I think you're great at this. And I think, you know, just keeping consistent with the podcast bash out so many you know reach out to a ton of people get them on offer them something in return tell them that you're gonna like you know put money behind ads for the show that the episode they're on like just go above and beyond and get big guests on and be persistent and do some solo episodes i think you'd be good at that and you're gonna be huge girl thank you